0: This is the Activate Podcast with Pastor Christian Newsom. In this week's podcast... You'll never have an activation of something you don't have an awareness of. Right? So you can, you can tweet that out. You will never have an activation of something you don't have an awareness of. So the, the first step of any spiritual growth is awareness, which is why the fruit assessment was so good. It doesn't fix anything, but it reveals some things.
1: Welcome back to the Activate Podcast with Pastor Christian Newsom of Ministry of Journey Church International. My name is Brandon and today we will be wrapping up our 2018 podcast season with a look back at an incredible year at JCI. We'll discover our favorite moments throughout the year, our favorite sermon series and how God challenged us this year. And we'll also take a sneak peek at 2019. Um, before, but before we jump in, I wanted to take a moment to just extend our gratitude for you as our podcast audience. We really do enjoy providing this resource to you. And we discovered this last week that in our August through December podcast season, we had over 11,000 downloads. And over the course of the year of 2018, we had 26,000 downloads. Uh, we continue to hear from people that they really do appreciate this podcast and look forward to it weekly. So, um, Pastor Christian, it is really humbling to think that this little podcast is making a difference in people's lives. What, what are your thoughts as you hear the impact uh, that this Activate podcast is having in the lives of people? Well, you use the word. I mean, it's extremely, hum- it's extremely humbling, right? Uh,
0: the reality is I love Jesus deeply. Um, I love to study about Jesus. I love to learn about Jesus. I love to teach people about Jesus. Uh, you know and 30 years ago this this couldn't have happened to be able to lead a bible study which is what this is it's it's kind of a it's kind of a weekly bible study that 26,000 people have gotten to take part in this year uh, is not i mean is not something that should be able to be done but god has leveraged the use of technology um, God has leveraged the use of our team and some of the things we have to make it possible, uh, and I'm just extremely grateful. I used to get in trouble for talking uh, a lot in school, um, and now I get I get paid to talk. Uh, and to think that that anyone um, would listen weekly so they could learn more about Jesus, I just um, I, I feel very unworthy. But at the same time, I'm you know I'm really honored. You know, I, I want to be like Ezra. I told my wife on my tombstone, put that verse about Ezra, that he, you know, he lived his life to learn, to study the the, the Word of God, to know it, and to teach it. Um, and that, that's what I want to do. I want to study it. I want to know it. I want to obey it. And I want to teach it. And this is just,
1: this is one of the outlets that uh, that we get to do that in. Hmm. Well, I'm really grateful that you had the vision to start this. So um, let's take a look back at uh, 2018 for just a moment. It's been really quite a year at JCI. Um as you look back um at 2018 what was your highlight event for the, for the year one that you'll never forget and tell us why
0: Yeah it was the inspire event in October I mean hands down there's there's not even another one that's close and I think it's because uh, that entire evening felt like the church that I see in my in my head it felt like the church that I feel in my heart that's what I want church to look like to feel like to be like every time we gather and where we are currently in our space with the amount of people that God's sending to us and the number of services we don't have. We don't have time to do that. But uh, I think probably focusing on the gratitude that we have for what God has done in the past, focusing with hope on the vision that we have for the future and some of the things that God is beginning to do. I mean, He's beginning to move mountains for our church. And, you know, we sang over and over again, do it again, um, you know, we believe that God who moved the mountain and divided the seas can do it again. Uh, and when I think about our future, I think I'll look
1: back to that Inspire event in October kicking off our future in a powerful way. Yeah, for the podcast listeners that are listening, tell us a little bit. What was the Inspire event? Yeah, who great was it? question.
0: So that was a gathering of our volunteers. We have more than 600 people who volunteer on a monthly basis at our church. And the Inspire event brought those folks together to basically say— Here's what we're celebrating in our church, and here's some upcoming things that we might be celebrating and some prayer that we need. So we took a look back uh, and celebrated all that God's doing, and then, then we took a look forward at if God moves in a miraculous way Here's what could happen. We ask all of our volunteers to take part in a time of prayer. We had a time of extended worship and we just kind of with, you know, without a clock counting us down because the next service was waiting to come in. We just got to hang out. And then after we were done, you know, we have fire pits outside and for more than an hour, uh, people hung out and just talked, um, and kind of dreamed together and just got to our volunteers, uh, our volunteers are our closest people to each other in our church. But they never see each other because they're always they're always working, right? We have uh, volunteers in our infant preschool area that every Sunday volunteer, but they never see each other because they're in different rooms. So to get to hang out with each other and to have our vo- basically to have a volunteer church service instead of a church service run and supported by volunteers was
1: just really really powerful. We've got another one coming up in February, and I cannot wait for it. Right, and if you're listening to this podcast right now and you attend JCI and you're not a volunteer just that inspire event alone should be something that would draw you to to helping us here at JCI. Okay. So so let's 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 do something fun. Pastor Christian this last week I asked a few of our staff members some questions they would like to ask you during the podcast as they look back at uh, 2018. So some of these questions today are from our staff members. I can't take credit for these. Um, one of the staff members asked what was your word for 2018 and and looking back would you say that that best described you spiritually. And do you have a word for 2019 that you'd like to share with us on the podcast, or do you want to save that for January?
0: Yeah, so my word for 2018 was roots. Uh, 2016, my word was amazement. We moved into a building, and and I was just amazed at all God did in 2016. 2017 was anticipation. Uh, You know, I have a spiritual DNA that waits for the other shoe to drop, for things to go wrong, and I felt like God said, begin to live in hope. Start anticipating the things will go well, not the things will go poorly. So anticipation was my word, trying to live in a, in a new posture of vision and dreaming um, and of hope. And then 2018 was was the word roots, seven years, celebrating seven years of ministry, uh, taking our sabbatical. I really wanted to sink some roots in my leadership, um, in my shepherding, in our discipleship. I wanted to start to really sink some peers that would build the foundation of our future church spiritually, of the impact we would have, of the outreach we would have, of the depth our church would experience, of the passion that our church might experience through worship. So that was my goal for 2018, to kind of put some roots down. And we've done that with a lot of our sermon series. We've done that. I think the Inspire event was a Um, was a peer that got kind of driven deep into the DNA of our church, Um, and me just getting to take a sabbatical rest and learn to trust God in a new way, learn to lead at a higher level. Uh, All of those things I feel like were foundational for the future Um, leadership and ministry that God wants to have in my spirit. I'm wrestling through my word for 2019 a little bit, Um, so I'll I'll save that for, for 2019. But I told our team the other day, I feel like, in 2018, God began to allow me to grow some roots, and I feel like 2019 is going to be like a breakthrough year. Like, like the year that the roots are under the soil, but this is the year that i that i begin to grow into who god has called me to be I'll turn 41 here in just a few weeks it's like i'm on the second half of my life now and i feel like everything up to this point has just been preparing me for who god has created me to be and what god has created me to do so i'm hoping it'll be a breakthrough year maybe that'll be my word breakthrough um where i be, where i just begin breaking through the
1: soil and growing into you know hopefully the tree of ministry that god has designed me to be. So how about this? In 2018, what sermon series really ministered to you the most and why? Letters from Jesus. Um, and there's, I mean, there's not even a close second. I was
0: just scanning over these, uh, you know, as as you sent this over to me. Death by Distraction was really powerful, but that was kind of a past tense series for me, things I'd experienced that I wanted to give to our church. Our Broken series was phenomenal. Just talking about spiritual health when it comes to finances. Uh, My dysfunctional family was so, so good. But a lot, uh, those again, were a lot of lessons that I had learned that I just wanted to pass on um, to other people. But when we kind of turned the corner uh, and we got into the fall and we got into the book of Revelation and we started hearing directly from the mouth of Jesus, directly to churches of our generation, uh, man, I, I feel like God emboldened me. As a preacher, um, I felt like that God challenged me as a pastor, uh, and I felt like the the warnings and the comfort offered by Jesus in Revelation chapter uh, two and three um, were just were just incredible and and What I heard from our church about their spiritual growth and the spiritual challenge of that series uh, I, I think that was probably if we had one that stands at the the top of a mountain in two thousand eighteen, it would have been the letters from Jesus series in Revelation,
1: two and three, at least for me, yeah, it was really a powerful series um, this year. you had an incredible opportunity to go on your sabbatical and uh, and the question is is, are you still experiencing the fruit from that time away with your family and and here 's the deeper question: how could someone experience a sabbatical like experience in their life if if maybe they're not able to pull away from work for a month
0: that 's a really good question so sabbatical is more about trust than rest um, because you can rest at any time, but resting for that prolonged for that prolonged period of time as a leader is trusting God for everything that you 've poured your life into it's trusting God that everything you 've built will not fall apart without you which is a really arrogant statement to even make. You know, God, what if I leave and it all falls apart? God answers back, do you think it's all standing because of you? So you you learn some things about arrogance. You learn some things about dependency. You learn some things about trust, and there is no question— that the lessons I learned and experienced in sabbatical about trust are continuing to bear fruit and my trust is growing. Um, Do I still feel rested from sabbatical? No, (laughs) because I have a 17 year old and a 15 year old and their lives are so busy. I think I'll be tired for a while, but the spiritual lessons, the spiritual rest was real and it's lasting. And a lot of people I know can't take a sabbatical, but I was talking with one of our, our business leaders today who wants from christmas to new year's eve to be able to turn off their phone they've never done that but that's their goal that they could turn off their phone from christmas to new year's eve and just enjoy their family the reality is they probably won't be able to do that to go from checking your phone every day all day to turning it off for 7 days uh, might be it might be a step too far that would probably bring you more anxiety than peace to be honest with you uh, but i told him if you could if you could just not carry your cell phone and if you could choose 3 times a day to check it But to but to not be fixated on it, leave it in your office, leave it on the charger. But when you get up first thing, when you get up, check it. It'll relieve your heart. Everything's okay. Um, Right before you eat lunch, check it. It'll relieve your heart again. Things are still okay. Right before you go to bed, check it. So you won't wonder all night. Is anything going on? Take small steps of trust. Take small steps of rest. Take one day off. Take one week off if you can't take a month off. Take one evening off if you never do that. And you don't have to shut off your phone if that makes you nervous. But but put it away. Put it away so it's out of out of sight, out of mind. Um, and then go check it every now and then. For me, you know, I had a lot of people who spoke in my sabbatical that said you can't ever check your email. You can't ever check your phone. And I'd say, guys, I can't do that. That I'll, I will be anxious for seven weeks. I actually find peace in knowing there's nothing wrong. So let me at least once or twice a day just check in um, because that will just allow my mind to have more and more and more peace. And I did that for the first three weeks of my sabbatical. And the last three, I didn't have to carry my phone with me. I didn't check because what you learn after two or three weeks is most of my fears are unfounded. The world is not falling apart. I have really competent people.
1: Everything will be okay. But you can take small steps to get there. That was really practical. Thank you. Um, how about this one, Pastor Christian? Um, my favorite series throughout the year was the Supernatural series. I absolutely loved it. Um, so I guess I wasn't right in saying everyone in our church liked Letters from well, Jesus the, I, the most. I everyone did. but you liked yeah, Letters was, from I, Jesus I the most. I said it was a good series. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. <laughs> okay. But I, I love Supernatural. Um, now, this question isn't for me, so just just so you're aware. The spiritual fruit assessment was extremely revealing. Um, and for a lot of people, uh, the question is: Is do you have a goal this year to develop your weakest spiritual fruit? And if so, what is what is that goal? What 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 steps are you going to take?
0: Yeah, so I would ask you, since this was the most impactful series in your life, and the fruit assessment was so impactful
1: to you, yes. what did it reveal to you, and what are you working on? I'm definitely not the kindest of individuals. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, uh, yeah, for this year, I just have a greater awareness of moments where. I could potentially be in danger of just not being a kind person. And for the series that just raised, because I took that assessment and I could see through the eyes of other people around me that, that they can say, you know what, there are times where you're just not kind. That's an area of growth for me. Now, what am I going to do to, to grow in that area? It's just, for me, it's just a greater awareness right now for me. So,
0: yeah. Which is great. So you'll never have an activation of something you don't have an awareness of. There you go. Right? So you can can tweet that out. You will never have an (laughs) activation of something you don't have an awareness of. So the the first step of any spiritual growth is awareness, which is why the fruit assessment was so good. It doesn't fix anything, but it reveals some things. And to have revealed, hey, I need to be kinder is great. I was meeting with one of our team members today who one of their goals for 2019 is to show more joy. Not to have more joy, but to show more joy, because they said clearly what I feel on the inside does not come out on the outside. Because I don't think I'm I lack joy as much as people say, but I have to find I have to find ways to reveal that. For me, gentleness um, is is the fruit I need to develop the most. Um, I feel like I have an explanation that Jesus keeps telling me is an excuse. Um, I'm an, you know I'm an intense person by nature. I'm driven by nature. Uh, and I like to say, you know, because those are my nature, you know, gentle, gentleness is hard. But Jesus re- reminds me I'm not me. I'm him. I I have the the driven, intense person has been crucified. And now Jesus lives in me and he is gentle. So, you know, my explanation, Jesus says, no, that's just an excuse. And it's bad theology. Um, if you have me, you are gentle. So show that more. So that, that's the one I, I've got to start working on.
1: Last question for today, um, Pastor Christian. Last question for the year, right? There you go. This is and it. And we're right? going to shut it down Better for be big. a couple weeks. That's right. Big
0: question, and then we'll fire up the week of January 6th again. That's right. Uh, which will be awesome in our uh, brand new series, Goals. Mm, he's right? we're a do sneak a, peek. Yeah, we're yeah. going yeah. to do a series yeah, that, on goals. That's go a good trend. Ask your question, yeah. and then I'll start answering. Yeah, yeah
1: this, that's actually what I'm going to ask. Can you give us a sneak peek at what's happening in 2019? You can tell us maybe some significant events, maybe a sermon series you just teased one out there that you're really looking forward to?
0: Yeah, so we're going to start in January with a series called Goals, and we're going to try to help people discover God's purpose for their life. Here's why. Uh, we were reading a first-time guest survey just this week. Actually, I was um, sitting in a car wash. Uh, we had decided that we were going to take this January series and teach people how to set goals, have goals, but we really we really wanted the goal of our life to, to be able to be New Testament Christians. It's like, how do we say that in a way that people care about? Because No one really cares about being a New Testament Christian. I mean, they they do, but not stated that way. How do we help people desire to be a New Testament Christian? And I was sitting in a car wash reading over a first-time guest survey, and the prayer of this first-time guest, when we said, how can we pray for you, she said, pray that I can discover God's purpose for my life. Um, I know God has a purpose for me. I just don't know what it is. And I thought, man, what Christian doesn't, want to know God's purpose for their life. What Christian who believes God created them, loved them, and has a plan for them doesn't want to know what it is. So we'll kick off January with that, which is going to be uh, awesome. Uh, One of my best friends in ministry, Clayton King, will be here on Sunday, February 10th. We're actually talking about doing a Saturday night service, February 9th, and a Sunday service, February 10th. Uh, We're going to call that Best Day Ever weekend. Clayton is an evangelist. If you have a friend that needs to hear about Jesus, he is one of the best people on planet Earth To tell them about Jesus. Our marriage retreat that's coming up in March, um, you know, Beyond Ordinary with Justin and Tricia Davis and their story. Uh, is going to be phenomenal the exact same time we'll hold a singles retreat for the single adults in our church we'll gather at the Marriott together as single and married people and have different sessions but learn how to follow Jesus and live richly in all of our relationships and in areas of life Easter this weekend er, Easter this year we we believe it's just going to be huge um, which will be awesome we're hoping by Easter that our nursery edition is totally complete I'm really excited about that we're doubling our nursery uh, that our parking edition is complete We're doubling our parking. I'm really excited about that. Uh, There are some other things in the works that that we're just weeks away from. That We'll announce uh, as we get into January and start working, um, but man, I, I can't wait for summer youth camp. I can't wait for our summer kids week. I can't wait for our mission trips to Guatemala to finish the project that we started in Lysidra, uh by building. I think we're going to finally get to maybe building our church this year. We've built parts of the school. We've done some water projects. We've put some fence and some sustainable farming in this community. This year, we're going to be able to start building our church uh, and on and on and on. It's going to be an incredible year of ministry and, and my prayer um, is that it, it will be a year of breakthrough just just like for my life I hope for our church this ends up being a year um, that, that we remember for a really long time because of what God does in us,
1: through us and for us in 2019 that's great, well Pastor Christian thanks again, it, it really has been an incredible year at JCI and as you just stated 2019 is really shaping up to be uh, special as well so thank you And once again, thank you for listening to our podcast. We really do pray that this is a useful resource to you. And as Pastor Christian already stated, just a quick note, we'll be taking a small break for a few weeks, and we'll resume the podcast in January of 2019. Um, We hope you have an incredible Christmas filled with the peace that only Jesus can give. And if you're in the Kansas City area this Christmas and and you'd like to check out JCI, we'll we'll be providing eight Christmas services over three days. And to find out more information about... Our Christmas services, you can check us out at Christmas at JCI.com. We look forward to catching you next time on the Activate podcast, where we challenge you to build a faith that is active.
0: Thank you for listening to Activate with Pastor Christian Newsom, a podcast of Journey Church International. If you are ever in the Kansas City area, we would love for you to join us for one of our Sunday worship experiences. You can find out more information about JCI on our website at takethejourney.cc. If you have enjoyed this podcast, Please show your support by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes or Google Play. We would love for you to help us get the word out about this resource. Don't forget to share this episode with all your friends on social media. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time on the Activate Podcast.